Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're looking at human behavior to try and understand what's happening in the housing market. It's normal to associate a falling market with falling transactions, rising inventory, and falling prices. According to the laws of supply and demand, when supply increases and demand falls, you'll see all three of these classic effects, falling transactions, rising inventory of homes for sale, and falling prices. But a funny thing has happened on the way to the market. Things are not playing out exactly the way they do in the textbook case. In numerous markets all across North America, we are seeing falling inventory. We see inventory peak in October and November in many markets. Inventory in Nashville has fallen by 30% since the fall. Inventory has fallen by 20% in Charlotte, North Carolina. There's plenty of new listings, but they're not sitting on the market. Inventory is still falling. In my home market of Ottawa, Canada, we had four months of inventory in January. Now we're down to nearly two months of inventory by March. Prices in my home market have fallen by 16.8% since the peak last year, but that appears to be driven more by tightening lending criteria than anything else. In Salt Lake City, homes for sale inventory has fallen by nearly 50% since October. There it is again. Just in case you think I'm cherry-picking, let's look at some other markets. How about Ocala, Florida? Homes for sale inventory is down 11% since October. Orlando, down 17%. Dallas, Texas, inventory is down 25%. You see, these are not isolated cases. Pretty much everywhere I looked, I see falling inventory. I didn't cherry-pick any of these markets. Well, let's have a look at some coastal markets. How about New York area? Let's pick a suburb, like maybe Larchmont, New York. Inventory is down 30%. How about Staten Island? Down 30%. Is it possible that we're seeing a seasonal effect? Does inventory fall during the first quarter in most years? Well, no, in fact, we usually see the opposite. Inventory grows during the winter months. Homes that are listing are not sitting on the market for months and months. They are moving. So why is inventory falling? Does it mean that fewer people are moving? There seem to be plenty of jobs activity. People are still moving for work. Yes, layoffs are up, but the jobs market seems to be absorbing laid off workers at a reasonable rate. Now, I don't have any comprehensive data to back this up. I just have a few localized examples, but it's enough to form a thesis. And the thesis is that people are not selling their homes unless they absolutely have to. Many people locked in a good interest rate over the past five years. If they sell their home and they buy a new one, they're going to be forced to lock in a rate at a much, much higher rate than they had previously. They're better off keeping their home and renting it out. And if they have to move, they can often rent for less than it would cost them to buy at the higher cost of borrowing. So rent out your existing home and use the proceeds from the rent to carry that home plus a bit more and use the excess cash to lower the cost of renting the new place. In the meantime, you're still building equity in the existing home, and you're paying less in outgoing costs compared with selling and buying a new house. When you do the math, the math will tell you what to do. So there are a number of homes that under normal circumstances would hit the market. These homes are staying off the market. Yes, we've seen a rise in interest rates. If we look at the yield on the 10-year Treasury, it peaked in October. Is it coincidence that inventories peaked in October? Maybe. I I really don't know. Despite all the rhetoric and bluster by the Fed about raising interest rates, the market continues to bid up the price of the debt 
and the yield on the 10-year Treasury remains fairly low. It remains historically low compared with the short-term rates. Let's look at days on market to see if that offers any insight. Let's go back to the coastal market. Staten Island homes are currently selling in 65 days, down from 92 days in January. That's a fairly slow-moving market compared to the rest of the country. In Dallas, homes are selling in 28 days. That's down from 43 days in January. Orlando is 27 days, down from 45 days in January. Homes in Charlotte, North Carolina, 17 days, down from 36 days in January. Salt Lake City, homes are selling in 42 days, compared with 60 days in January. Denver, Colorado, 15 days, down from 45 days in January. See, these statistics are consistent across the board. Homes are just selling much faster now in the month of March than they did in January. Is that a seasonal effect? Well, it might be. People don't go out and visit open houses quite so much in the middle of winter. But could this be really a seasonal effect? Well, not really. Days on market is not strongly correlated to seasonality. Does this mean it's a Goldilocks soft landing scenario for the housing market? I don't have any of the answers yet. The data is clearly pointing to some unusual trends and not all of this is explained by interest rates alone. Over the next few weeks, we're going to dig into this further and understand what's really going on, but there are some clear, visible shifts happening across the nation in almost every single market, and this data is at odds with what we're seeing in the headlines. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.